Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, Night Nation. I'm Trey Strolka. Welcome to the Sons of UCF Live. Good to spend some time with you, Adam and Leo. Guys, I count down every Thursday. 21 days until kickoff. We will be in football at this time in three weeks. Adam? Trace, Leo, it's getting to feel more real. Again, we're getting more practice video. We're getting more sounds about nothing. We got to meet players last week. We've got media availabilities. Football's in the air, friends. Football is definitely in the air. Absolutely. I cannot wait. I mean, I mean, think about it. No drama, as you guys said it around the kingdom. I heard you and Eric. No drama. This is kind of like, let's go into the season and hope for the best. It's nice not to have any quarterback controversy. And uh, the Knights, of course, decided on John Rice Plumley. Leo, you were able to get out to the media availability today. They threw us a curveball. We were supposed to get Addison Williams on Wednesday, but instead got offensive coordinator Darren Hinshaw. You heard from Addison Williams and some players today. What uh, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, Addison Williams is really adamant uh, <clears throat> talking about the depth of, of the back seven. Uh, he gave us a, a bit of an insight of, of Nikai Martinez and how the DBs are looking and also just naming off how the current transfers, the linebackers like Ryan Davis, uh, Isaiah uh, Paul are fitting into his scheme. And, and he gave us some really positive notes on that. You know, I – I uh, noted that, you know, Elo and, and yourself were talking about depth and around the kingdom. And, and you know, he sounds pretty confident about the linebacker, linebacker core uh, and its depth. So it's pretty exciting to just, you know, hear that the coach isn't, you know, too, uh, too worried about that. Um, other things, I, I feel like Nikai Martinez, man, I, I heard from him today. He sounds confident. I mean, he's a sophomore. He sounds like he's going to be the real deal uh, going into the season, uh, he's he's already a leader in, um, among that among that group of guys. So I think you can expect some big things from him. And just the way he was talking is very commanding. So uh, that was nice. Tylen Grable came up to the podium and and talked a bit about the offensive line and you know uh, basically talking about Herb Hand and his uh, his style of you know instilling discipline, avoiding those basic uh, pre snap silly mistakes and all that. So. You know, it starts with the basics and the fundamentals. So it's really refreshing to to hear what the, those guys had to say and Coach Addison Williams as well. Adam, sounds like Leo got into the hopium. <laughs> I, look, you were passing it out last week, Trace. I, mean, I was uh, hooked last week. Well, you, you get that out, yeah. adrenaline rush of media day and then you come and do Suns Live. I mean, come on. I was yeah. all in uh, last week. You were, I'm, 
Is there yeah, any team, look, any coaches, any players that don't have hope at this point uh, in August? The cows. <laughs> I Sounds imagine that right. their that their shows and their content uh, they're saying the same shows. Thing. Uh, <laughs> shows 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 like these. Well, yeah, but uh, back on Nakai Martinez, Adam, he's very talented, and it's it's good to hear from him today. Yeah, he's going to be a guy. I think you know he the the rover position that's in the, in the secondary, kind of the hybrid linebacker nickel position. I think he's primed to take that position over. Um, and and we saw him on the field last year. And I like the clip. I'll play for it that Leo got here for us in a second. And, and really, you can kind of hear the way that you know, as Leo said, he's talking about leadership and development. Uh, and you can tell some of the things that Addison Williams has been instilling in the defense. Nakai Martinez is certainly bought in. Like Coach Addison said, the standard is standard. We don't care. We're the underdog. The most talked about, we're going to be physical, we're going to create turnovers, and we're going to all be together as once. Because if we do that, nobody can stop us. He's back there behind that big mic uh, block, right? He's in there somewhere. <laughs> in that yeah, that yeah. kingdom mic uh, block probably needs to be. They really want you to support the kingdom. I guess you didn't, I guess you didn't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks uh, a month, you can see the players. <laughs> yeah, there's an extra fee to see them in full. Um, but, uh, the standard is the standard. Leo, what do you make of that motto? I think it's a good motto. You know, I was thinking to myself today, Gus is, I think he's known for just making these simple, like, phrases. You know, the you know, it's, it's they're, they're catchy phrases, but he's, he's a simple guy, and he keeps it simple. And I think the standard is a standard. You know, I was in the Army, and – it was a overused word, the standard, right? You meet the standard, but it's always a good reminder that the standard is a standard and it actually helps you. It, it kind of instills in your mind that you have to meet that standard. If you don't meet it, that's it. Like we're, we're cutting, like it is what it is. Tylen Grable uh, also speaking an offensive line. You know, we've been talking a lot about this. Herb Hand saying that this is the deepest unit that he's had in all of his years of coaching. Of course, question remains, and it's a question I asked of Darren Hinshaw during our Wednesday media availability about that battle at center. Of course, Matt Lee moving on to Miami uh, changes things up. And let's hear from uh, offensive coordinator Darren Hinshaw on that battle. Center, are you starting to see separation? You know, the, the thing about it is, is that, uh, it's a good problem to have is that we got three centers that can all play. They can all play. Now they've all made mistakes and their 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 snaps and you know and Drake Metcalf is is got here later than the other guys, so he's got a little bit different learning curve than than Bula and you know where Kittler is right now is a, a younger guy, so they all have their quirks about them that we gotta get better, but they can all play. And uh, Coach Hand is doing a great job and Coach Malzahn is doing a great job of seeing you know, rotating those guys and giving them opportunities with the ones, twos, and threes and their opportunity to go out there and go perform. Um, and I'm pleased where they're at. We got we to gotta perfect that position, though. But that's competition. That's what's making us better, and we got to go compete. When would you like to have that decision made at center? You know, the, the, I, I'm going to let Coach Malzahn answer that question. Uh, the bottom line is, is that whoever's there, the next guy's got to be ready one snap later. Now, do you think on Saturday when we're expecting to speak with head coach Gus Malzahn that he will, in fact, shed any light on when he hopes to have a decision made on that one, Adam? 
I'll predict right now. He'll he'll say he's got three dudes, three real football players. These are real football players, guys. And uh, you know, he's gonna trot out the the one that that's best, right? So you would think, I mean, between Bula and, and Drake Metcalf having more experience and Caden Kittler, you would think one of those two have the leg up. I think it's interesting. I know I've seen the videos uh, that have been posted, and I don't know how much you know this is important and, and as we do shows throughout the rest of the month, we can figure this out. But they both have a different snapping style. Drake Metcalf has what they call sort of the dead snap where he just kind of like flings the ball back where Bula has more of the, the rotational spin snap. I have no idea of what's better, what's worse, what JRP prefers, but I think that is something to, to think about in, in the different styles of snapping, but I'm sure we'll get into all that. But by the way, we got three dudes. Yeah. Leo, do you feel confident about the depth on offensive line? It's a bit of a question mark. Um, I'm very, to tell you the truth, I'm very unfamiliar how those second stringers and third stringers are going to play if they're put in that position. And I think it goes for every team. You know, you just don't know what you're going to get out until they're out there on the field. But um, it's a bit of a question mark. I feel like this offensive line needs to stay healthy if this team is going to be successful. That's how I feel about it. What did uh, Tylen Grable have to say? Yeah, Tylen Grable, he was he was very uh, vocal about, you know, the chemistry of the offensive line, just uh, making sure that everybody knows the, the the second guy coming right behind you. So his, you know, person replacing him knows uh, the snap count, what's supposed to go down, you know, and all that. So um, it's, it's uh, you know, it's also refreshing hearing that from the player that he knows he's on the same page as the coach uh, to take who's ever spot, who's ever there, you know, to – to cover down on the starter. Uh, Adam, back on uh, Darren Hinshaw, do you find his um, responses in these media sessions to be refreshing? He certainly goes into a great more detail, such as his answer on the quarterback battle, saying Timmy McLean has really stepped up and doing a good job, and even mentioned that Xavier Williams still got a lot to, to learn about the offense. I, I find him refreshing at this point. I got two answers for that. As a, as a fan, uh, and and somebody's followed UCF. The fact that we actually get some actual information from these is fantastic. <laughs> As somebody goes to edit video, he talks for a long time, and I have to keep finding the how long to stop the video. But I appreciate that he's he's sharing information. I appreciate that he wants to teach, and I think I hope that at least that shows a little bit of his personality when he's on the on the field as well. That he wants to teach, he wants to explain. He's very detailed, and I hope that that holds true as he's in the in the meeting rooms, he's on the practice field, he's doing the exact same thing. So I prefer a little bit of speak from my coach, um, and at least we're getting some of that. Now we'll see how true this is and how much of it is just smokescreen. But I appreciate that he's at least you know out there giving you something, Trace. You're you're there spending your time. He's at least going to give you 15 minutes of good sound. I got to figure out how to cut it all up, but he at least gives you 15. 15 minutes of good sound. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, you can usually count it. When I'm recording off my phone, you get 20 seconds out of Gus Malzahn, 30, 45 max. I'm going beyond that 220 that uh, Twitter X allows for uh, uh, Darren Hinshaw. Of course, full interview from Media Day. What did we spend about 10, 15 minutes uh, I did with him? 15, uh, 15 exactly, Day. Trace. I got that up, yes. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube channel. Uh, as well as the camp reports. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Great content. It'll get you ready for the season. Another guy that'll gonna get you ready for the season is our first guest of the evening. Does the play-by-play on the Spanish broadcast. So that was new to UCF last year. Uh, part of the Tampa Bay Bucks broadcasting team as well. Carlos Borraquez joins us again on Sons of UCF Live. Carlos, welcome back. Thank you, guys. My pleasure being here. It's my, it's an honor for me uh, being on this show. And me encanta lo de los hijos. I love it. I love it. And I don't know how can I 
Where can I buy one of those hats? I know a guy. I know a guy, Carlos. I'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find like, a job or something, you know, online to trying to buy one, but I couldn't find it. So please let me know. No, I know a guy. I'll hook you up. I'll, I'll, we'll take care of you. <laughs> Uh, Carlos, before we talk about uh, the Knights preseason camp moving into 2023, want, want to break a little news uh, on Suns Live. Uh, tell us about the upcoming season of the Spanish language broadcast, some changes there. Why don't you share those with us? Thank you, guys. Um, well, uh, the last season, uh, we, of course, after the, the end of the last season, uh, we spoke with Mark Daniels, um, you know, the big boss for us. And he said that everybody on the campus and, you know, all the supporters of the UCF team, they were very excited about uh, what we accomplished last season. So the plan for this new season coming up is all games, not only the home games, we're going to be broadcasting also the away games. So that is a very good news. But the most, for us, the most emotional news that we have is that we are adding a new voice to our team. That voice is a unicorn guy. He's Puerto Rican. He can talk perfect Spanish, perfect English. He served in the in the military service of you know the United States. Uh, he attended and he already graduated from UCF. Leo is gonna be with us. He's gonna join us this season. Thank you, sir, for being here with us. And we are such uh, you know it's, it's such an honor for us to to have Leo in the broadcast team. Uh, of course, uh, Sergio is, is part as well of, of the UCF broadcast in Spanish, so we are very excited. Leo, what's your role going to be? Well, I'll just start by saying it's uh, the honor is really mine. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, I've spoken to Mark, uh, and you know, he's he's telling me that I'll be doing some pregame work with them and some halftime uh, work with them, and and I'll also be uh, filling in for Sergio um, for at least uh, one game. Um, this season because he will be missing due to a, a, a conflicts, but um, I'll be there to step up and, and help the help the team to help the broadcast team help the Spanish uh, broadcast grow more. And uh, I'm excited, guys. I'm really excited. So um, I think I thank Carlos for this opportunity uh, mostly. Congratulations, Leo. Carlos, you see up a year ahead on really what Brett Yarmark has really been doing with a push to. Play games in Mexico and just expand the the footprint. What do you make of that from uh, Big Twelve Commissioner Brett Yarmark? He's he's seeing ahead future market potential for the Big Twelve. Well, you know, Trace, the um, uh, football is a very popular uh, sport not only in the U.S. I think we have discussed this a couple of times. There is a lot of people that really like uh, the watch and follow what's happening uh, uh, as well as the college football and also in the NFL. And I think if the if the colleges, the universities start seeing what NFL is doing right now with the expansion going to Europe and playing in Germany and playing in Spain, uh, England, and they're trying to find even Brazil, of course, Mexico, and, you know, everything is happening around. Uh, I'm pretty sure they see the big market they have, the opportunity to bring students also to attend the, the college in the United States. So I think that's really good. Carlos, obviously Leo joining your, your broadcast. Before we get into UCF talk, um, give us Sorry, give us some 
No, give us some advice. So what what kind of advice you, would you give somebody like Leo who's starting off in the business, his first time sort of in this space? Give us some advice that you can give Leo right now. Let's do his job review right here on air. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, he's very, Adam, he's a, he's a guy. When he, he approached to us last week, last season, he sent me an email and I said, of course, you can come to the booth and, you, you know, you can join us and see what we do, me and Sergio. And he was like, uh, you know, this is a great opportunity. I start talking to him. I see how mature he is. And that's very, very, I think it's a very important aspect of the personality. That's really calm down guy. And he understands that he's not the star. The star is the game. The star is the players. So that's very, very important. And I think he's following that. Um, honestly, that's what I will say so far. You know, keep keep you always try to keep you grounded that's not easy sometimes you know because so many things happen around sometimes but that's i will say it right now that's the most important the star and the superstars always is the sport always is the players so welcome sir bienvenido a casa <laughs> gracias gracias i mean for me I'll, i'll say this you know i i've tried to be as impartial as possible you know you know being a reporter and uh, being an anchor. Um, but I love, truth is I love the school. I love the team. I love the sport, it's the sports of the school. And um, yeah, it is It is true what Carlos is saying. Like the players are the star, you know, the teams is, uh, is the, why we're there calling the game. And I don't think it fills me with much more joy than to call my own schools, you know, um, you know, it doesn't matter what language. Uh, I think it's, It's a, it's an honor and I'm extremely, I'm thrilled to be able to, to have this opportunity. Leo question for Carlos. You want to talk a little football now? Yeah, sure. Uh, I kind of want to see what uh, Carlos, uh, you know, expectation is uh, of JRP because just because, you know, he, he is a star of the team and I want to know what he, how he feels like going into the season um, with JRP, you know, being the starter, starting quarterback. Uh, I'll, For me, the most important for this super athletic kid is uh, he starts to throw in more the ball. He understands he's in another year. He's more mature. He learned because the injuries that you can be running around, even if you have all those um, amazing qualities, physical qualities that he has, been jumping around and you know jumping over other guys, and that's I think he he has to you know find the best way to throw the ball. And I think there is going to be a, a much better wide receivers unit where he can throw the ball. And also that you guys were talking before, bring me to the, to the stage is the, the offensive line. If he has a little bit more time, like just a one second, an extra second, he can think a little bit more. He can take better decisions. I think that's going to be the, the, the key for the team. As Leo was saying, if the offensive line, Is, is can do it. I think the team can do it because the defense is the, the last season, the, season, the defense did their job. And I think we were only missing a couple of pieces in the offensive line. If we have it this year, it's going to be fine. It's going, I think it's going to be a great season. What do you make of what you're hearing from new offensive coordinator Darren Hinshaw? Changes to the offense. And he said at media day, what you echoed right there, that he wants JRP to hang back a little bit, make smarter decisions, and get the ball downfield. Now, can JRP fit into Darren Hinshaw's vision for the offense? Well, it's part of the job, you know. You don't, you don't, you can be, you can have a job and be always comfortable. Sometimes you be, you have challenge in front of you, and if you have a new boss, you have to 
follow his guideline you need to feed on it one way or another you have to find it because if you if you are trying to be a professional athlete you have to start proving that you can do it since you are in college so if you are here and you want to take a step one day next step to nfl or or even baseball because i know he's a amazing baseball player uh you need to feed with the coach that you have and also with the with the players that you have around especially in the quarterback position because you're a leader so you have to do it you have to prove it and it is it is a great time to prove it Carlos, Abbey, this year in the Big 12, UCF will see a schedule different than they saw last year in the American Conference. Week after week, obviously, the Big 12 has, has a lot of tough teams. Do you think UCF is going to be ready for that step up in competition? How do you think they're going to fare with a schedule that's going to be you know, a little bit more difficult than they've seen in the past couple of seasons? Also, Adam, I will bring the the travel, uh, all the yeah. the schedule and right all, all the, the logistics you need for the traveling because it's, you, you go further and in different places. Different fans, of course, different coaches. Um, I will say that in sport, it's very, very important. Not no matter, sometimes no matter how good you are, how how um, how much talent do you have, but also sometimes matters how the chemical, the chemistry of the team, how the spirit is, and what I feel with this football program from UCF is that all that energy is getting together and everybody's on the same page. So that's very important. I know there is big names in Big 12, but I think UCF is bringing that energy that is going to is going to make a change. It's going to it's going to make a difference in the Big 12. That's that's what I think so far. Carlos, uh, you know, I, I see some people uh, commenting on on calls uh, uh you you have a, a a preferred call, you know, that you like making uh, Um, or do you have any any calls or any guys that you like to call? Like, uh, for example, R.J. Harvey, Colton Boomer. You know, who's your favorite guy to, to make up a call on, on a play? Actually, I have. Uh, I, I really liked uh, Boomer last season. That was amazing when the kid was coming to kick. You know, for me, it was amazing for so many reasons because uh, he's from town. He's local. And he was, for me, I mean, he was perfect. He was, he had a perfect season and, you know, he's not this, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a really good friend with Martin Gromarica. Uh, he's my partner with the box and I have re this really good connection with kickers because always for me, the kickers is like the closer in the baseball is that player that you're bringing is just one play. You have to do it. There is no other chance. And I think sometimes the people underestimate the kickers and what the, the confidence that he has and the performance that he has He's not the huge guy, you know, tall. And he just came and he does his job and he go and sit. He's not jumping around. I think I think he's great. I love when he when he's coming out. Actually, we 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 were calling him the perfect when we we're calling about boom, boomer because always when he was on field, you know, boom, do it. So automatic. Uh, yeah, like like automatica. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, what do you think are reasonable expectations for Knights fans with this transition to the Big 12 this season? I, I've been a guy that's been saying if they can do six and six, hold a court at home, you know, manage something on the road, that'd be a good transition here. But I know Knights fans, as we get closer to the season, you know, want to see eight, nine, ten wins. Well, what do you think is reasonable in this first year as they transition? I think reasonable will be um, seven five. I think seven five. I was. I've been reading a couple, you know, national analysts, and 
and doing different numbers like you, Trace, you were saying six and six and some people, but I, I, I think seven, five would be a good number. And, you know, moving forward from there, everything is going to be much, much better. Carlos, we've talked a lot about the offense, the defense, obviously going through some changes as well. New coordinator. What do you expect out of the defense this year with Addison Williams now at the helm? Secondary is going to be a little bit younger, obviously linebackers coming in. What do you think about this UCF defense? Uh, they have to, they have a big challenge in front of them because what happened last season was amazing. So, uh, when you have that in your, when you see the the page of the last season, you say, okay, we need to match, at least we need to match that. So they have a big, big challenge in front of them. And, you know, we don't have any more guys like Jeremiah, no names that were the leaders in the, in the locker room. And now the defense unit need to find this leader on the field, not just on the mic, not just in the training camp, also on the field, on the game, and, you know, make, respectable the defense it's, it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting the couple the first games because it's not only the new season it's not only because the transfers is all is also because it's the big 12 so there's a lot of things happening around you know the kids are, are, are gonna they have to grow now or it's gonna be too late carlos uh what is something you're looking forward this season um uh, form the offense to do more like more exciting plays what what's an exciting place that, that you want the offense to kind of get going um this season you know maybe is it passing more um you know getting better runs i don't know what, from your point of view what is it uh i will say throwing more the ball that i was saying with jrp he needs to throw more the ball he needs to be more accurate throwing the ball he needs to find to the target needs to be much much better especially having a kid like Saber Thousand that he's not a kid. I mean, he's already in, in another year. He has another season in front of him, and he has the confidence to take the spot. Uh, I think if JRP trusts a little bit more on the wide receivers, it's going to be much, much better. Yeah, Carlos, what will be your setup this year? You and Sergio were out on that uh, terrace area. I know that helps you feed off the crowd, but that can be a challenge. What will be the uh, the broadcast setup for you this coming season? So far, I understand we're going to be in the same spot. I was saying, Adam, before you guys arrived to the to the connection, that honestly, I really love it this spot because we have this connection with the people and because we are in the home stadium. So everybody that approach is, you know, to be kind and say hi and and we can hear the people screaming and that's very exciting it's very exciting it's a big difference being there um, or being isolated in the in the booth honestly how can folks uh, hear these games when the season starts where will the broadcast be they're gonna do it through the ucf system they're gonna do it through the app of the ucf as we did it last uh season um before the game, they are always posting a link in the Twitter account of the UC and the Knights uh, Twitter account. So everybody can go there, click it. And I'm pretty sure the UCF guy, you know, Leo is going to be spreading the mm. war around and he's going to be all the links because, you know, he, he's the guy. He, Leo is the guy now. I sure will. <laughs> Carlos, we're looking like forward to uh, hearing more of your calls go viral in this coming season. Appreciate you being back on Suns Live and <laughs> got to get you. There's that hat. Yeah, I got to get you the hat. And uh, I know. Can we, can we get a, a picture with it? Can we get a picture with the hat in the in the bouncy house when we? I, yeah, I mean, oh yeah. As long as you and Leo wear it on the broadcast, we're good. 
Please let me know. Let me know. Yes, right. it's going to be yeah. amazing. No, guys, for me, um, I feel really humble with this kind of opportunities being in this country. Uh, I wasn't born raised here, as you can see for my English, of course, uh, but I feel really humble. I mean, being part of this amazing tradition of this country, the college football is huge, and I'm trying to bring that to all the Hispanic community that we have is around 30%. 30, 35% in Orlando around there, around those numbers. And it's huge. And hopefully we're doing a big impact in the community. Sergio now bringing Leo and myself. So thank you guys. Appreciate the opportunity. Carlos, thank you. Good luck this season. We'll see you out at the stadium. Yes, sir. Vamos, okay. Knights. Gracias, Vamos, hijos. <laughs> Gracias, hijos. <laughs> thank you, Carlos. Leo, congratulations. Wow, no surprise Leo. to Adam and I, but for the rest of the audience, some good news to share off the top of this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm extremely humbled by it. And, you know, I really can't get to work, man, because I, you know, just being able to watch the games and doing something you love at the same time is, it's really amazing. Truly amazing. Yeah. I mean, look, I, on, on behalf of Trace and Mike, we're super proud of you. I know when you first reached out and, and this was something you had talked about. So to see that come true for you, man, is awesome. And obviously you got a bunch of people in the chat who are excited about it. And you probably got some people who are going to tune into the Spanish broadcast this year just to hear just to hear you talk a little I bit. Hope so. So. I we, hope we so. We can't we can't wait to, to see it. And hopefully you won't forget about us when you're running UCF. <laughs> I think I'm going to listen in while I'm up in the press box. I'll, I'm going to dial you in, Leo. I'll, uh, I'll be listening from up there. So I don't Make know. Sure I don't know what you're saying, but it'll be interesting <laughs> to listen to you guys while I'm watching it on the field. Make sure you keep the volume low or else you'll get kicked out. <laughs> uh, well, there's, there's no telling what reasons they might find to kick me out, but uh, we're not going <laughs> to let that one be one of them. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit more football. The UCF Mike watch list. Several nights mentioned this week. We got a sounder. Adam, please. Can we work on a sounder? Some sort of UCF mic. Can you get Mike to say something on the pod this week about watch lists? I can, can I can really get Mike to show up to the pod. Let's <laughs> say something, Trace. I mean, you're expecting a lot out of me here. Uh, quarterback uh, John Rice Plumley, Davey O'Brien Award for best quarterback. He's on that list. Jason Johnson, Buckus Award for best linebacker. RJ Harvey, good to see him on a list. Doak Walker, that's best running back. Mitch McCarthy, the punter. Uh, Ray Guide Award, best punter. It's going to be interesting to see Mitch. He's holding on the uh, conversions this year. Uh, and wide receiver Corey Gamage, who we've not heard a whole lot about, uh, Bolitnikoff Award for best wide receiver. So he could be a little bit of a dark horse. We keep talking about Kobe and uh, Javon, but uh, maybe interesting yeah. to see what Corey does. How much does – I'm curious, and Leo, you, I put your broadcaster hat on. How much do you think having JRP at quarterback impacted Javon or Kobe not being on this list? Because you would think Javon Baker at the minimum – would crack this list. Now, obviously, Corey Gamage is probably his name is being, you know, probably bandied because of his time at Marshall. Do you think the quarterback impacted the fact that Javon didn't make this list? I sure think it had a little bit to do with it. Um, maybe if Javon's numbers were a little bit, I mean, he had a great season for, you know, for the quarterback that we had last year, you know, in JRP and what he did with the ball in the air. But if his numbers are just a bit up, you know, I feel like he would have made the cut, but they weren't just, they just weren't there because. He wasn't getting the ball thrown, you know, as he probably would like. So, absolutely. And then Adam and I saw so many uh, Knights fans and Sons of UCF fans out at FanFest. Uh, good time, right, Adam? You and your family had a good time out there meeting a lot of folks? Always a good time. I, I say this every year. There's no better place to go meet and hang out with fellow Knights fans and get the chance to talk to the players. It's always fun. 
and uh, another opportunity, the uh, the night's uh, big celebration before the start of the season. Friday night, uh, 5.30 to 7.30 in Thornton Park in Orlando. I'm planning to go to that, so hope to see you out there. Uh, say hi if you see me. Uh, opportunity to hear from coaches and as we get closer to the start of the season. You know, a couple weeks back, we uh, went to ladies' night uh, with our next guest, and, and quickly we had uh, Mrs. Malzahn on, so we didn't really get the chance to talk with Missy, so I invited her on to join us. Uh, you see her uh, as UCF Feisty on uh, Twitter. Uh, X. Uh, Missy, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. You know, Adam, you may remember that Missy won that auction uh, involving Sam Jackson. Sam wanted the uh, Yeti with the Suns logo and Missy wanted to be part of the show. And somehow we tried to schedule that once and we didn't quite work it out. And But now we've got you, Missy, for, for this next half hour. Sounds great. So tell us about Ladies' Night. Uh, we, we barely got to talk to you, and then you had uh, our special guest, Mrs. Malzahn, on. So uh, how was Ladies' Night for you? Ladies' Night was great. It was a little warm, um, but we, we, uh, we made it work. This year, we were able to make it through all the stations, um, enjoy the air conditioning in the locker room with the pictures. Um, I think the locker room was one of my favorite um, uh, features this year. Um, we got a nice presentation uh, by Brad, um, gave great information about our uniform combinations and why um, UCF equipment is top of the line. Um, so that was that was awesome. We really enjoyed that. Well, you mentioned going through the stations, those drills. What did you do? So um, some drills and some um we call them stations. Um, so we did offensive uh, stuff. We got this year, we got a little demonstration um, and cheers from um, the UCF cheerleaders. Uh, Coach Gibbs was there. Um, uh, Coach Blackman gave the rundown um, of what they do for recruiting. So we really got an idea of how they recruit, whether it's by um, area, by schools, by position, um, how they do their recruiting. Um, then we moved on to the, um, uh, the field, uh, Nicholson Fieldhouse, and we did drills. We got to do offense drills, defense drills. Um, we did the Oreo Challenge. Um, you may have heard about the Oreo Challenge. Britt is the two-time reigning champ in our group. Um, she beat um, – who did she beat? It was not um, – It'll come to me in a minute. Ricky. Ricky Barber. Barber? Yes. Yes. She beat Ricky Barber. Britt beat Ricky Barber in the Orient yes. Challenge. Yes. Yes. It was great. Britt's great with it. Um, she did it twice. Um, she beat someone else again. Um, did we lose Missy? Her, her memory froze and her camera. Oh, there we go. All right. Um, you're back. So, Welcome back. <laughs> um, so she beat uh, Ricky Barber, um, and then we went in to uh, see the equipment into the um, guys' locker room, and that was um, fantastic. Um, we got to try on um, jerseys and helmets and props and had pictures done. Pictures were done 
by, you know, your, your phone. And they also had professional pictures that were, were taken. And then we got to go, um, lastly, to go see uh, Coach Gus and learn a little bit about what he does and a little bit more about Ladies Night. And um, the, the last one we got, you know, champagne. So that was that was a nice touch. Champagne. Champagne and Oreos. That's, that's yes, nice. yes. We do it right at ladies, ladies' night. That's all we're interested in. <laughs> Missy, you mentioned obviously some of the players there. How cool is it for you all to kind of get a chance to hang out with the players off the field, kind of see their real, real personalities and get a chance to interact with the players? You know, I've always said this for years, that UCF has the absolute best players. They are some of the kindest young men they will talk to you. They show their personalities. They're not reserved. Um, of course, you have JRP who's there and who is just up for every single person waiting to get their picture. And he makes sure everybody gets their picture. Um, they're fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. And they have as much fun as we do. Um, you know, they go through the drills and show us how to do the drills. And then the ladies line up and they go through the drills. So it's, it's fantastic. It's we, we, I feel blessed that we have the, 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 the guys that we do on our team. Missy, with the season coming up, what are you looking forward to the most? Uh, you know, when football arrives, you know, is it the tailgates? Is it the actual games? Is it what, – what, what's your favorite, I guess, festivity or uh, thing that you, you look forward to in the fall? Well, the first couple of games, um, where I'm looking to see my UCF family, the people that I usually see tailgating. It's been a very long, hot summer um, without our friends. And so to catch up with them, to see how they're doing, you know, it's one thing to see them, you know, post their little snarky comments on Twitter and see their kids' pictures, you know, on Facebook. But um, to get to see and hang out with them in person, that's really important. Um, I always enjoy the the first game. I do a lot of tailgating, which is more of a, a social butterfly. You know, we have to go from here. We need to go over to Garage D and go see those people. Swing by the, the alumni um, center, pick up your free beers, hit the bookstore, run back through Iowa Plaza, hit softball lot, and then make a swing back into the stadium. Um, so we, we got we to gotta hit all the, the corners to see everybody. You're, you're just a talking commercial here for UCF. They must like everything you're saying. Missy, what kind of fan are you? If, if we're sitting next to you in the stadium, are you screaming, you yelling, uh, there's some F-bombs in there when an interception happens. Um, what, what, do you, what do you like? There, there's always screaming and yelling. There's, um, depending on, you know, the company, whether um, the, the sailor uh, voice comes out at me or, you know, I'm a little bit reserved. It's, you know, there's younger kids around. I try to, you know, be mindful of those. Um, uh, but I, I'm a, I, I love football to, to begin with. So um, UCF is just another passion of mine. So, um, so I'm a, I'm a big yeller. And then if they lose, I'm probably gonna cry, hmm. <laughs> and probably think I did something wrong. I wasn't loud enough. I didn't do this right. I wore the wrong thing. I have to change it up for next time. If we're winning, I'm wearing the same outfit. It's clean, y'all, but if we're winning, I'm wearing it. So in 2017, 18, you just wore the same thing every game? <laughs> well, I mean, there were certain things that were the same that were like, okay, don't change this. Or, you know, if they're doing bad, I'm going to take my earrings out. I'm going to stand up if I was sitting down. You know, we've got to change it up. 
All right, Missy. Uh, if you do, if, by the way, if you don't follow Missy on Twitter, she's a great follow. I know, I know you have kids. I, I know uh, you have you have children. I have children. And when you're a parent, everybody always asks you who your favorite kid is, and we always say we love them equally, which you and I both know is a lie. So I know you love all the players equally, I'm sure. But who is your favorite player on the UCF team? Um, I have. I love how JRP engages with everybody. Not that he's my favorite player. But he is, he is truly special. He is devoted to the team. He is there to make sure the last fan gets a hug, gets an autograph, gets his attention. Um, and I think that's really important for the younger kids that are coming up that, you know, show up at Fan Fest and have a poster to sign or a T-shirt or a ball. You know, they're just so eager just to be there. And he, you know, he really makes everybody who he takes a picture with feel special. Um, he's not rushing them off. Um, you know, he, he just really takes his time and that's why the line is so long, um, because he's not going to, um, you know, push you along. Um, so I think he's a fantastic brand ambassador for UCF. All right. So now who's your favorite kid? Um, well, luckily I only have one. Okay. There are some things. He's he's usually in the lead, Adam. He's usually doing all right. (laughs) You never know, Tracy. You never know. (laughs) There are some days that he's my favorite, and there's some days he's not my favorite. You know, like the day was filled with, um, hey, mom, uh, I have a flat tire in the Oviedo parking lot mall, uh, mall parking lot. You know, what do I do? It's like, all right, you got to go on here, call AAA. you know, but it's one of those things where, you know, you, you were late for breakfast, you didn't empty the dishwasher, you got a flat tire, you know. So it's a mixed bag all the time. All right, Missy, diving a little deeper into football talk, uh, what, is, what are you looking forward to the most um, from this offense or defense, either side of the ball? What do you want them to do better this year than last year, per se? I want to see the UCF fast tempo on offense. I miss seeing it go pop, pop, pop. You know, as soon as you get that first down, go and and catch their defense completely off guard. Um, I miss that. Um, I feel like we were very sluggish um, this past year. So I'm hoping to see more of what we saw a few years ago. All right, Missy, hang with us. We're going to get to the mailbag questions. But Adam, where are we going next? That's a great question, Trace. I have no idea where we're going next. What, uh, what's next? On Role the player. Oh, oh player. you want to do that? One? Okay. You want to do the uh, around the, the kingdom thing? Yes. All right. Ernie Sims, let's go around the kingdom. How's that? <laughs> no? Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> do that? We can just go around the kingdom without Ernie Sims, let's go around the kingdom. It's quick. It's fast. I don't know. Yeah, we can go around it's, the kingdom. It is fast. By the way, he looks like he could still be playing. Doesn't he? I mean, the guy. I was concerned it. for your safety during the interview. At some point, I was like, Trace, please don't piss this man off. Because no. if you do, it's not going to end well for you. No. Uh, men's basketball. Leo, Knights uh, uh, breaking. The Knights beat the Venetian ballers today. 102 to 72. You know them, right? The Venetian ballers. They're just like Kansas. Oh, yeah. Of course. And uh, yeah, And not Milan. Not Milan 2, but Milan 3. 
uh, by a score of 83-51 as their tour of Italy continues. Women's Savor soccer, the Diana wins Martin. while you get them, Trey. Savor <laughs> yeah, the wins like, while you have them. <laughs> we don't get to see them, but they're racking Maybe, yeah. them up in Savor. Italy. Women's soccer, Dana Martin, all Big 12 preseason team and a night selected sixth in the 14-team Big 12. Men's tennis promotes Lloyd Bruce Burgess from assistant coach for the women's tennis team to the men's tennis coach and replaces John Roddick, who resigned after seven seasons with the Knights. And uh, more tennis women's head coach Brian Canico promoted to director of tennis for both the men's and women's programs. Uh, Leo, earlier with the cheap plug in the Around the Kingdom with our latest episode with uh, Eric Lopez. Uh, we had some more fun this week, right, Adam? You sure did. You and Eric yelled. Actually, Eric challenged you, I think, to a, maybe a fight. I'm not really sure what happened here. I'm going to be really curious, Trace, you in particular, because you're the ringleader of all this. You, you I'm the ringleader. The, of you're the ringleader of all this. Are you going to turn your back on the little guy that you've defended all this time when you were upset six years ago when UCF was outside looking at? Are you? Are, are you? <laughs> are you the ringleader? Are you? Are you? Go to the Sons of UCF YouTube channel to find out my answer. I, I'm the ringleader. I'm the ringleader of nothing. <laughs> he got pretty heated there, didn't he? Listen, he's he's going to show up at the next show with the Sons of UCF top hat. There you go. <laughs> that would be an interesting look. All right, Missy, you know what this time is right now, right? It you, is. you got it. You watch the show. Give it, us your best. Is, uh, give us your best, Brian W. Peterson. <laughs> it's that time again. Time to open the Brian W. Peterson Sons of UCF mailbag. <laughs> Often imitated, sometimes mocked. Uh, uh, Brian W. Peterson. Uh, there, we have a video question to begin from our friend Robert. Two letters, two words, Robert. Hey boys, two letters, two words here with a question for the sons of UCF Brian W. Peterson Memorial UCF Mailbag. And I'll preface this question by saying I love the UCF content team. The material I get from them is top notch, but the question is simple. Does the UCF content team need more balance? Because if you look at the difference between what they do for football and what they do for basketball, it's kind of a sharp contrast. In football, we get all kinds of things, social media profiles, uh, head coach profiles, assistant coach, position coaches, video packages, live streaming of everybody, uh, reposting all the social media stuff, QR codes on uniforms, social media handles on uniforms, all kinds of different video features on positions, practices, players, schedules, coaches and a real innovative content application of social media stuff. And what do we get for basketball? It's a little different. Anyway, go Knights, charge on. Can't wait to hear your answer. <laughs> uh, wow. And that's the show. Uh, the question was 15 minutes long. Uh, Wow. Adam, did you help with the graphics or that was all produced no, by Robert? <clears throat> nothing to do with that. As Matt Dolan points out, uh, Robert brought the PowerPoint presentation this week. Had uh, nothing to do with this. Well, football so Robert, is what drives Robert things. Robert is famous for bringing the PowerPoint. So I am I'm, I'm I didn't even have that question. Um, I'm just glad the, the PowerPoint went as long as it did so that you didn't see my, my face. <laughs> um, at the remark of uh, this is what we did. Um I'm just going to go first. <laughs> Take over, Missy. Why don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Easy enough. When you put it on a, on a PowerPoint like that, absolutely. I, I do feel that the other sports aren't getting um, 
as much attention as they uh, as they probably should, or at least they deserve. Let's just start there. They deserve a lot of attention. Um, however, um, Eric and his team is only yay big. Um, and right now, football is kind of where the, the funds are coming from. When you look at the um, what's available to spend as far as uniform different options, um, it's probably not as much for the other teams. And um, I, I will say that, you know, they are starting to come out with some of the space uniforms for the different um, uh, teams. So we're getting there slowly but surely. So I feel confident that it's not going to be equal ever. Um, but we there's always room for improvement. Leo, did you like the basketball graphic that uh, Robert showed? I mean, it's true. I mean, everything on that slide was true. Occasional, bland posts. I mean, it does need balance. I, if you think they about beat the Venetian ballers today, right? And <laughs> okay. I, I see the I see like the effort. I guess they try to make for as Missy was saying, the the staff just isn't there. Like, you know, Eric's staff isn't as big and. And that's partially due to, you know, they, they want to keep it small for maybe they want them to put that money elsewhere, you know, and football is the money is a cash cow around here. So why don't we put it all into football? So it, it makes sense. I don't think it's ever going to be equal, um, but maybe one or two people added on to the staff can make a difference. But, you know, it's it's just you, you just don't know. You just don't know. So another video question. This one from Spursy Knight. Yeah, I feel bad for this one, Ross. You're not going to get a, nearly as much fanfare without the PowerPoint presentation. What's up, Night Nation? Ross, a.k.a. Spursy Night here on a typical Seattle day here in front of Husky Stadium, the newest member of the Big Ten. And on that note, what do the Suns think about the realignment chaos? Go Knights, charge on. Hey, Ross, flip your camera. Your letters are all backwards. Hey, everybody <laughs> blast me for it, and I've caught on. So, Ross, you got to stop the flip. We uh, talked yeah. about realignment and all of this. Uh, uh, Eric and I did. Adam, what about you? Where do you, where do you stand on everything that's been happening? Over the last Nothing time? says uh, Big Ten like Seattle, Washington. By the way, yes. I mean, look, it's all a money grab at this point. I'm not surprised by anything. Would I like it to be a little bit, little bit geographically centered? Yes, but everyone's going after the money grab. It's it's unfortunate, but things in life just change. I'm just glad we got on the life raft when we did, because if not, this could have been really ugly for, for a lot of schools. So I'm glad UCF's there, but I, I'm not one. I didn't care about the Big Ten to begin with. I don't live in the Pac-12, so I don't care. As long as UCF is good, I am good. Uh, as long as the cows are not good, I am also good. I like that answer. Let's turn things over to you, Missy, to lead us the rest of the way in these questions. All right, we have a question from Phil Talk Sports. What was your favorite part of FanFest? Adam? Oh, geez, Trace. Uh, honestly, you know what Missy said earlier? Uh, all the players that you interact with, they're so super nice. They're, they take time to talk to you. And, and there was one in particular. Um, it, was, uh, it was Isaiah Paul. My son went up to him and they were talking and he asked if he played football. My son said he did. And he said, what position do you want to play? And my son said quarterback. And he literally put his pen down and gave him like a two minute like motivational speech about you have to be a good leader. You have to be strong in the classroom. You have to make sure you lead in your class. I mean, he taught him more in two minutes and I've caught my kid in 10 years. So <laughs> Isaiah Paul for me was uh, was the highlight. I enjoyed working closely on the, this week's walk and talk with one take Leo Rodriguez. One oh, take oh, <laughs> out geez. there oh, on the geez, arena floor. To that, I would say, you know, isn't that 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 dab thing that I got uh, ripped on the uh, the podcast uh, for? It's dap, not dab. 
I, what I can't I can't this confirm it. Yeah, I can't what confirm up? it was more than one take, but um for me, I think what I enjoyed the most uh, other than the takes with uh with Trace is definitely interacting with the athletes not just from football, but we had women's basketball there, we had men's soccer, volleyball. Really talking to you know uh, those guys and, and gals, you know, uh, personally is is really a unique experience because you know everybody's there for football mostly, and uh, getting to to know the other sports athletes, or it, it was a nice, it was really nice. Trace, I have an honorable mention if I could. I forgot this one. Jordan McDonald asked Leo and I for our autographs, which was also an honorable mention uh, at FanFest. Yes, me, Absolutely. I signed, I signed too. You signed it too? I yeah, did. he did. He, he signed, I thought you big timed him. I signed at UCF Mike. <laughs> Are you Trace? <laughs> All right, Missy, keep it moving. All right, at P underscore Gilly, any updates on Quadric Bullet for the season? Did he speak with the media last week? He was available at media day, but I didn't make it to him. And uh, he's working his way back into football shape and uh, from what we're hearing, right? No different today. Did you hear anything different today from Addison Williams? I, I did not hear anything different from Quadric Bullard. Um, but if I had to make my assessment from Quadric, uh, they will work him in there slowly. Uh, don't think he'll be ready for the first game. And if he is, he'll probably play more towards the back end of, of the game. All right, Missy. All right, at black and gold underscore ED. Seems that Coach Gibbs had things to say but bit his tongue during your interview. So what did he really say after the camera stopped rolling? Mm, not, <laughs> never reveal off the record. Uh, but he, but he's entertaining. Okay. Uh, second question. Also, what's the Suns over and under on Gus still calling the plays this season? Over. <laughs> oh yeah, take the over. Take the over. Yeah, I'm taking the over. Uh, take the over. Yeah. All right. Um, at underscore all night underscore. How many push-ups do you have left? I have one thousand three hundred and two. Still on track to finish on August thirtieth. I may have forgotten to start this. Did we forget? Yeah, what, I forget what this was. I'm all in on doing it. I just 79 I a day, but from last right. yeah. Thursday. All right, I'll, so, be, I'll be right back. We're behind now. You're supposed to do 1,700 or 1,979, which is about 70 a day. A 70. Wow. Okay. I'm only right. doing 10 a day, so. I did push up the other day. I mean, I'll, I'm, all night, I apologize. I will get right after the, right after the show's over. I promise. Okay. All right. Um, at UCF Selena. By the way, Missy sounded a little skeptical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt it. You know, I felt it through the, through the she, camera. She sort of rolled how's her that, eyes. How's that. that honor system going, there, gentlemen? <laughs> I, I have a broken foot. I mean, I, I got, I got excuse. I'll figure it out though. We'll, we'll get it right. Do the ladies' uh, push-ups? Nobody's gonna, you know, mind. It, all push-ups are created equal, Missy. <laughs> Okay, well, you can do a modified push-up according to your injury. I will see. Yes, I, I will. I'll get the video team on that right now. Okay. By the way, Missy, Millie, Missy, really in the auditioning phase here for replacing Leo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at UCF Selena, she says the Big Twelve is the strongest conference from top to bottom, and we're hearing there isn't a week off in this conference. With the inclusion of the four teams from the pack, does this dynamic shift or remain the same? I think it. Uh, I think it's going to be tough week in and week out, and I think UCF has a real opportunity in this league. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not. 
bowled over by Arizona, Arizona State, or Colorado. You know, but I think every week, especially the road games, are are going to be a challenge. No more USFs uh, or Temples. Yeah, the dynamic definitely shifts. Uh, traveling out west to Arizona and Colorado, it's a little concerning uh, when we do have those away trips. So, yes, I will say it, it's shifting. Yes. Agree. Okay. All right. At Hardo Slan, I hear you. Ian, uh, Ian, Ian. Ian Hardos. Ian. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Could be an I, could be an L, you know. Um, I hear you, the czar of college sports. What changes would you make if you're the, the czar? Uh, I would uh, go back to regional-based conferences, geographically reasonable conferences. I take care of NIL immediately, swiftly. Swiftly, okay. Yes. How, how so, how so Leah? I, it's got to get fixed. There's got to be some things that uh, it's got to be under control. I feel I'm a little bit more of a, I guess you could say socialist when it comes to this, uh, even <laughs> level playing ground for the big. And so ended Leo's broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I want, I want even ground for, for a lot of these, you know, the big programs of uh, the blue bloods, you know, um, feel like there's always two or three schools and that's it. And everybody's trying to fight to get to top two or three. So I'm trying to fix NIL for sure. I say scheduling reform. Everyone should play a balanced schedule, no cupcakes. And if you're going to play cupcakes, you shouldn't, they shouldn't count. All right. Thank you for asking what my opinion is. I think that the Florida schools should have to play each other as they're uh, out of conference. So just as Miami and Florida play and UF just toss us in. You know, as host of this segment, you can answer anything you want or duck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Lonely B UCF says, um, does Unleash Todd, I can never pronounce his name. Dagenet. Yes, Dagenet, um, deserve a statue, maybe a monument with all his tweets. He's, he's a certainly black. been he's, he's certainly been uh, unhinged of late on uh, on Twitter. Uh, we're seeing a different side of Todd now, head coach of the Atlanta Pro Volleyball Team. Uh, he's certainly been interesting. Would have liked this candidness with him during interviews uh, when he was with UCF. Well, you know, I feel like he has a lot of pent up uh, defense of UCF that he has unleashed on whoever says anything negative, which you know. I enjoy um, the, the the little tongue lashing that goes on for more than just one tweet. Um, several tweets that go by it, it's it's amusing. I like it. Good deal. Next I'm one. All, all right, at C uh, Hugh C Hef. Several craft beers make. Huh? Uh, what, what is that? What was that guy's name? Hugh C Hef. <laughs> I know. I just Hugh like C. that. That's my favorite Twitter handle. <laughs> Well, yeah, don't keep fall saying it. No, that one's not. Uh, several craft beer makers have partnered with NIL groups on theme team themed brews. What's a good name for a UCF themed beer? Um, their suggestion is Bud Knight. That's not going to work. But I saw that there's a seltzer that the kingdom is uh, is collaborative yes. with VIP Seltzer. Yes. As a, as, a, as a pro seltzer fan, I'm really excited about that opportunity. What's the name of that? Do you know? What did they announce? Uh, it's VIP, VIP Seltzer. Seltzer. Very oh, last, oh. 
Yeah, it's like very berry blast or bounce berry blast, something like that. There's a bounce and a berry in there somewhere. I like that Iowa State announced today their collective is going to have vodka. <laughs> they sound like yeah. vodka. You you would, Trace. <laughs> yeah. yeah shots. I gotcha. Yeah. So my, my, my suggestion was citronati um, and have it be a, a high alcohol content and for a limited edition release for the Space Games. Hmm. I like that. What's your beverage of choice, Missy? My beverage of choice? I'm a beer girl. I'm not a fruity drink kind of person. Um, what kind of beer? I like a good Miller Lite. Maybe a Mezcal. So you like water? You like water? I do. It's it's fantastic <laughs> after doing yard work on a, on a Sunday afternoon. I like Jan's suggestion. Charge on chiller. I like that. My suggestion might be a little corny, but how about UC Fizz? I don't know. UC Fizz might be corny, but UC Fizz, yeah. Yeah. And how do you, how would you say that in Spanish during an upcoming broadcast? (laughs) What would that translate? Vamos a ver. Si quieren una bebida UC Fizz, la tienen refrescante. It sounds better in Spanish. Yeah, exactly, but. There's no translation for UCF Fizz, Leo. I'm, I'm shocked. No, no, I can't really think of. I can't really think of a uh, translation off the top. And we end oh, where we began with Brian. Yes. Final question from In this round. Brian W. Peterson. Uh, you can have a one-on-one meal with one of the following. Who are you going to choose? Coach Malzahn, Terry Mahajer, Mark Daniels, Eric DeSalvo. Or Alex Cartwright. I know who I'm not picking, um, but I'm gonna go with team. I'm gonna go with Timo because I feel like he'll probably tell you some stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like you get him a couple of these Bouncebury blasts, and he might, he might, he might slip some info out. So I'm gonna go with Timo. Interesting. I'll probably go with President Cartwright just because I'm still a student, and I'd like to see some, you know, maybe academic and athletic talk here, or there. So. You know, and and I also learned, by the way, I also learned two weeks ago that President Cartwright's actually the mastermind or the brain behind the UCF Spanish broadcast. So shout out to him for that. Oh, there we wow. go. Uh, put me down for Terry Mahajra. I, I agree. A couple of drinks. <laughs> that guy's telling you everything you want to know about that <laughs> failed one on one with Washington. So <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Missy, who are you hanging out with of that list? I'm going to go with Christy Malzahn because whatever she tells me is exactly what Coach is going to say. Good call. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, Missy, you did a good job hosting uh, the Brian W. Peterson Memorial Mailbag uh, in honor of the Golden Boy. Uh, Thanks so much for being with us. Looking forward to seeing you at home games and upcoming Brits Bunch events and somewhere, sometime, uh, a road trip. Yes. All right, Missy. Thanks for being with us. Go Knights. All right. Thanks, guys. Charge on. All right. UCF Feisty. Missy, uh, thanks for being with us. Finally, UCF announces several game day changes, um, notably one, by the way, cashless at the bounce house, upgraded lighting and connectivity, the uh, the new internet. Uh, they're going to have some sort of light show, so uh, hopefully there will be plenty of night games to enjoy that. In-house DJ, Big 12 theme menus, And how about these concession items, Adam and Leo? Cheetos, popcorn, and pretzel. Churro bites, key lime pie in the stadium club, and cabana. Cheetos, popcorn. 
But you seem really I, excited about that. <laughs> I love the additions. Just saying, everything, all, every single addition is. I'm all for it. Adam, you like the Cheetos popcorn? Um, yeah, I don't know about that one. That one seems a little bit, uh, a little bit much. <laughs> Key lime pie. Well, what would you replace it with, though, Adam? What would you replace the Cheetos popcorn with? Probably more beer. More beer, more more selection of beer. Yes, I probably agree with you on that. By the way, Mike's going to just rail against this, against this, isn't he? He's going to be able to find Cheetos popcorn everywhere, but still not be able to find a hot dog when he wants it. Well, Mike's not going until the Bright Line is is up and running. So you got they've they've got time to figure this out. I don't know what the Bright Line schedule looks like in Orlando, but they got time. September. All right, more practice uh, this week. Nights off Friday, scrimmage on Saturday. I'll be out there to talk to Coach Malzahn. We'll have another uh, scrimmage uh, recap and uh, camp report on the Sons of UCF YouTube channel. Then join us again next Thursday for Sons Live. Be sure to check out Around the Kingdom, Eric Lopez and I, for uh, Adam and Missy and Leo. Again, congrats, Leo. I'm Trey Stroko. Go Knights! Charge on. You know, my, my, my goodbye video didn't load, Trey, so we're, we're stuck with. It's that time again. Time to open the Brian W. Peterson Sons of UCF mailbag. Boy. Apologies to Javon Baker. <laughs> yeah. it, didn't, it didn't load. <laughs> Javon will bring you back next week. All right. Sports Social Podcast Network. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.